Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Today, we're sharing with you our 15th Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle Podcast Series episode that deals with how one acquires their residency, also called legal status, here in Costa Rica, and so much more. It is a very important and involved process from beginning to end. It's a process that more and more people and families are contemplating and doing as well. Many people are moving to Costa Rica at this point in time. There's so much unrest, seems to be a lot of uncertainty and much stress in the lives of many all over the world. And Costa Rica seems to be that Pura Vida lifestyle oasis. It's a land of peace and so much biodiversity, hope, and just really uh, sanity is here and, and is very, very tranquil. Today and throughout the coming weeks, I will be spending some time with Kevin McNamee, who is the representative for Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts. He and his entire team have helped hundreds of people in acquiring their legal status and everything that's involved with the process for many years. He's an expert and a professional, and he is a true perfectionist when it comes to his business, and I'm so happy to have him here with us today. We're recording a series of Q&A type episodes, and each episode will address and answer a few questions regarding the residency process, what you can expect when living in Costa Rica, and so many other topics that should cover just about every question you're going to have about the daily life that you will experience here in paradise. You're going to learn about how to begin the residency process, how the procedure works, the time frames, and so much more. And more important, you're going to meet a new friend in Kevin who will indeed have your best interest at hand when you allow him to work hard for you. One of his clients recently told me that it's like having somebody build a new home for you. Kevin and his team, they roll up their sleeves and they don't waste any time getting busy and tackling the task at hand, which is getting you and your family ready to enjoy the Costa Rica lifestyle for the rest of your life. Kevin, I say welcome again for the 15th time, and we appreciate your spending a few minutes with us explaining what you know and what we need to know about the life in Costa Rica. As always, Skip, my pleasure. I look forward to talking with you and answering your questions anytime, any day. Well, Kevin, in the first 14 episodes, we discussed, again, your personal history here in Costa Rica, how you got started with everything, and we touched on so many other important points. I believe we reviewed the three main types of statuses and how one determines what status to pursue and why we need to go through this legal status stuff in, in the first place. And we went through some of the necessary things to think about, how to start a bank account, does one need to learn Spanish, and so many more topics. And there's so many questions that come up in the course of one learning more about a country that they may live in for the rest of their lives. It's a big step. And keep in mind that there's no silly or stupid questions, and we do appreciate your thoughtful answers to the simplest of questions we have that we're going to ask you today. So uh, we're here with many of our listeners and we're gonna get started. Kevin, the first question I have that was sent in is what is the political environment like in Costa Rica? You know, in the United States, it's you get bombarded from the left and bombarded from the right. And do they give you a break when you're in Costa Rica? Not if you're watching American TV down here because we, we're, we're bombarded with as much American politics as I think the natural actual citizen is living in the USA. 
Regarding the local environment, we have some very peculiar laws here, which are rather nice. We have an election coming up, a national election, voting for the president and his party in the first quarter of, of the new year, 2022. We don't get advertisements yet. They have a set amount of time prior to the election where they can advertly advertise what their platforms are and such. And it really is a, a relief because although not a terrible lot gets accomplished in the months coming up to the election, we don't constantly get one person's view versus another person's view on our TVs here, on the radio, uh, posters. I'm starting to see some posters for certain parties here, but it's not, it's not the horrendous bombardment that we get or you get in the US and we get down here watching the US channels. Sure, well, anything that would take me away from, from all of the, Terrible left and right fighting. Uh, gosh, that would sound just so nice well, to me. One, one aspect of it. Of course, there's always going to be a winning party and a losing party, and the losing party becomes the opposition. But it's not they're bad because they're the other party. They still agree of working together efficiently to run the country. Uh, if the winning party doesn't get a majority, then it really becomes a coalition party. And honestly, from the, my personal history down here, minority governments are probably the most effective. Much like a coalition government is during a wartime. It's all pulling the cart in the same direction. Not what you're doing by tearing apart each other as certain countries to the North are known to do. Yeah, I think the key is just to enjoy the Pura Vida lifestyle at its fullest is to keep the TV turned off. Don't you agree? <laughs> I, I canceled my TV cable subscription Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday this week. It's gone. I don't have a TV anymore. I keep Beautiful. it up. Beautiful. I don't blame you a bit. Kevin, this question comes up all the time. i personally think it is a dumb question, but, but when you, <laughs> when you look at it and you dig into it deep, uh, it makes a lot of sense. I know there's a lot of, uh, beachfront homes for rent and for sale and there's mountain villas and uh, just, uh, you can live in any microclimate in Costa Rica, but the question always comes up, Kevin, where should I live? How do you answer that? Well, if they're nice folks, I suggest Costa Rica. If I don't care for them too much, I tell them to go home. But above, above beyond that, <laughs> a man, a few words, but very, very direct. But no, when where should a person live? That's such a subjective thing, you know. They, there's some factors that are set in granite. If you have children, then you owe it to them to make sure they have good schooling. So you don't want to go back to a, a backwater town or uh, where there's, you know. 20 years behind and things and uh, literally a one room schoolhouse type thing. You want to, with kids and as typically parents want to offer the best education they can, that's a big factor. If it's an adult couple with no children and such, 
the palate is a little broader. They can be at the beach. They can be up in the hills. Uh, they can be in the in the Central Valley here, as we call it, which is just outside of San Jose. I happen to live in Santa Ana, which is a suburb of Espasu, which is a suburb of San Jose. I'm 15 minutes from downtown San Jose on a good day, hour and a half, two hours away on a bad Friday night coming home in a rainstorm. But it just traffic is, is alive and well and moving slowly on, on busy days. But it's a, it's a personal call. It really is though, there is no one place for everybody or we all would be living there and the rest of the country would be without population. Yeah, yeah. One thing I suggest to a lot of people I talk to when they think about moving to Costa Rica and they're considering purchasing a home, I always say, uh, well, where do you want to live? And they say, I don't know. And my suggestion is just to, to rent maybe a couple months here and a couple months there and try to find some place that you feel really comfortable with and, and see if that goes for a while for you. You know, it's a personal call, Skip. Yeah, exactly. It's why is Costa Rica such a popular relocation destination? I know we've answered this question through the throughout the past 14 episodes, but can you sum it up? I finally came to the conclusion that it became popular just after I moved here. That makes sense. <laughs> but, and, I, and I take full credit for the, the booming tourist business that they have here and, and uh, the popularity as a as a vacation and or permanent home. It's, a lot of people say it's so far. We call it not offshore, we call it near shore. Mm -hmm. And that's just a play in words. But the fact is a couple hours you're sitting in Miami, four or five hours you're sitting in New York City. I mean, the days of, well, I wonder if the ox team is gonna make it all the way to point B. There, it's if there is a if there's an isolation factor, it's between your ears. It's 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 not a, it's not real anymore. There's not too many places in the world you couldn't be within 24 hours. Yeah. So so it's not. And again, it's so much from the the old. I'll use the expression being a salesman and talking to people who are considering coming to Costa Rica. We always ask one question, a rhetorical question. In a sense, are you leaving your home country or are you coming to Costa Rica? And I watch very closely the reaction. And particularly if a wife says one thing and the husband says the other, there's a pretty good chance that they won't be moving. It's just simple, simple put. But if they're both saying, oh, we're tired, we're tired of uh, the same old six months of snow and three months of bad sleigh. It's, it's just, uh, it's weather factor is attractive here, not so attractive, it's not so attractive in so many places around the world. I'm thinking North America in particular. But, uh, you know, winter is winter, but as you get older, the bones don't take to the cold that used to be as, uh, when you're a seven-year-old kid. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, like you said, it's, I believe it's two hours and 45 minutes from San Jose to Fort Lauderdale, Miami. And uh, there's a lot of cities all around the United States now that have direct flights right into Liberia and San Jose. So you're right. Very easy to get there. Very easy to come back. Uh, Kevin, will I have access to yeah, modern right. convenience? 
will I have access to modern conveniences when I'm in Costa Rica living? Certainly, certainly. You're, there's not too much there that we are missing here in Costa Rica. They uh, have high-speed fiber optics pretty well throughout the country now. That's been a big rush thanks to the government here, seeing that they have plans for, for developing the away from the hub of the country, which is San Jose. Uh, they, they're encouraging businesses into new areas. Um, every, with the new businesses come new people and the new, new people demand modern conveniences. And we have it. Uh, there's, like I say, there's very little that we can't get or you don't have the expertise to have installed here. The Costa Ricans are ingenious and and smart. They, uh, they don't, if you need a new uh, low voltage wiring, it's done. I mean, uh, there's, I know for a fact in North America before I left, 50% of the uh, contract, electrical contractors would have to go into a research manual to find out low voltage wiring. So uh, it, it's all here now. And the, and the construction materials and the quality of the of the porcelains, as we call it here. And I always judge the quality of a house by the porcelains, the bathroom sinks, the bathtubs, the, the toilets, the wash basins, et cetera, et cetera. High-end, beauty done, a lot imported from Italy, a lot imported from South America. And we have some very extremely good uh, ceramics here, porcelains in Costa Rica. Um, cars, of course, go without saying, there's, there's no cars literally you can't get here. Uh, are they all suitable for Costa Rica? No. There's been a known to be a, a pothole every now and then. So the low slung cars do not do well here, but you know, it's, a, it's a third world country, which nobody can ever explain to me what a third world country it is. But the fact is we do have potholes in the roads, nothing like before, but they happen. We have torrential rains for or sporadically, and, and uh, but we have a rainy season and we have a dry season. So the, the roads go through two extremes, hot and, and, and wet, whereas in Canada, for example, it was hot and frozen. So uh, the cars are reflection of what is popular here as a, the cars are popular here as a reflection of what people want and need. And food, again, uh, Anything's available. Restaurants, for some reason, Costa Rica has a, a reputation, a bad reputation of the food being blah, bland. Uh, folks, it's not so. It's uh, I like my food, and and some of the restaurants here would be three, four star in Vancouver, British Columbia, and uh, the prices are higher than we normally would expect. But then what was the price in Vancouver today versus what it was 33 years ago when I left. So I think he probably went up in the interim. So everything's available. We did a podcast on dining in Costa Rica, and I found that there's a lot of uh, celebrity chefs and a lot of world-renowned chefs that now make their home in Costa Rica, and they, they do a lot of business, just like you yes, said. It's incredible. 
Kevin, we thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. We have episode number 14 under our belt, and we have posted Kevin's contact information and his website address in the program notes associated with this specific episode. And we urge you to follow up with him through his contact us page of his website. I'm also going to post today's recording of our Q&A session on his website as well. Uh, when you're ready to have all of your questions answered and all of your concerns addressed, and there are a lot of them, Kevin and his team are standing by to get started with your pathway to a new life in one of the happiest countries on the planet. By the way, if you haven't already, be sure to listen to our first 14, excuse me, 13 episodes of uh, Costa Rica Immigration and Pura Vida Lifestyle podcast. And uh, Kevin and I are just asking and answering questions, and we're going to be doing this until we run out, which I don't think is going to happen. His website is located at Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts.com. And if you like what you've heard today, why not share our QA session link with your friends and family? We'd love to share our knowledge with everyone who's interested. And we'd appreciate your helping us out to get the information out there for all who care to listen. And finally, if you come up with any specific questions or topics that you'd like Kevin to cover, let us know. You can send your request to my email address at Costa Rica goodnews at gmail.com. Kevin, thanks again. We'll see you soon for our next conversation together, talking about everything you need to know about acquiring your legal status here in Costa Rica and so much more. You're welcome entirely, my friend. Welcome entirely. Look forward to our next session. I do as well. Thank you, Kevin.